Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. What was faster, this hockey game or my pick of the week? <laughs> I'm going with a turtle named Out of the Bog. 500 to 1 to win the Kentucky, the Turtle Kentucky Derby? Is that what this is? Kentucky I, Turtle Derby. I, I thought you were gonna just going to say in the Kentucky Derby, I was like, uh, I think you you got got or something nope. like that. <laughs> no, nope. the Kentucky Turtle Derby. All right, I love it. It's a real it. thing. I you love it. You have to go into the pools. You can't actually like do a standalone bet for the, the Turtle Derby on DraftKings, but you can get into the pools and, and pick a turtle. I'm in. To win the Turtle Derby. It's uh, the first Saturday in May, so not this Saturday, but the next. Uh, yeah, DraftKings is ridiculous, and I can make my pick of the week things like a turtle in a race. So the, apparently the favorite's only like five to one, and this is like a norm. They do this a lot. I guess this is a regular thing. 148th running. Impressive. Impressive stuff, Turtles. Uh, uh, yeah. Avs lose their final game of the season 4-1 to to the Minnesota Wild. And that is a thing that happened. Uh, that's the, like, the Avs JV team. The Avs JV. Fair. Fair. The Avs sat Kale McCarr, Bowen Byram, Devon Taves, Val Achushkin, Nathan McKinnon. And then Murray and Landis. And then Gog. the guys that are actually hurt. But but <laughs> if 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 I had to bet, I'd say both of those guys, if this was game one, they would have played. Oh, 100%. We already know Landy's going to play game one. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, there really isn't a ton to say about this hockey game. No. Or at least not a lot that I want to talk about. The one topic I do want to get into in this game, Logan O'Connor and Curtis McDermott. I don't think anyone, certainly on this podcast, was expecting the Avs to come out and start fights. <laughs> but that's what they did. <laughs> I, I know Curtis McDermott is the guy who got tossed out of this game. But Logan O'Connor just straight up cross-checks a guy to the numbers. He's boneheaded. Yeah. I, I don't understand what he was thinking. He gets into a fight, which I, uh, I'll let you guys answer first. I'll put you guys on the spot. Who won that fight? Duhame or O'Connor? Wasn't Logan O'Connor. <laughs> I th- yeah, I thought it was Duhame. Okay. <laughs> I, th- I thought he held his own for the first bit. He, yep. he did. But, you know, he came away bleeding and... <laughs> well, and... and <laughs> like and, a turtle. Yeah. <laughs> and I will say, I felt for him a tiny bit at the very end because... His jersey got pulled over and he tried to get it off his head and he couldn't. Yep. And that was... That actually was a rule from a few years ago that... As much as I, the refs annoy me sometimes with the way they jump in on fights too early, that was one where I thought they should have jumped in because that really is a pretty vulnerable position for a guy to not be able to see where for sure. punches are coming from. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, I, yeah, I thought he held his own, but ugh, not great in the end. Yeah, it was, it was not a good fight. And 
this is three minutes into the hockey right. game, which the Avs are already losing at this point. And then a few minutes later, Curtis McDermott. One, let me say this before everyone gets mad at me. Injuries suck. I never want anyone to ever get injured. In a perfect world, everyone would be healthy all the time. But that's not reality. Two, there was zero intent there from Curtis McDermott to go knee on knee with Felino. I like genuinely, I was talking with, about it with Jesse earlier. I was like, Curtis McDermott just missed that dude that badly yeah. that it ended up he was leading with his knee and they collided. Well, dude, Megan and I spent the entire game, we just like kept going back to it and like she pulled it up a bunch of times. We were looking at a couple stills. Yeah, like you said I went. Uh, you know, I went down to the bar where where you were all set up. You and I were talking about it. I look. I I I don't want to sound. You know, like a homer or anything like that. I think we are relatively fair, right? I mean, you were just saying that play by Logan O'Connor, pretty boneheaded move. Um, I get the penalty. Yeah. I have no problem with the major. Right, right. Minor, and like you, to that point, sure. To keep the game in check, I'm even fine with a five. I have yet to see an angle on a replay, a picture, a slow mo that shows Curtis McDermott stuck his knee out to intentionally yeah. take out Marcus Felino. I just haven't seen it. I, I, I don't think he should have been tossed from the game. That just looked like a an unfortunate collision. And Megan, I think you were uh, talking about it during one of those clips where it's like, look, he just he got in too far, and then by the time he tried to cut back outside, he was out of room. Right. It's easy to talk about in hindsight a split second decision that I would have liked to see McDermott tighten up his stance there because mm-hmm. he was a little wide, and so his leg was out as a result. But it's because that initial contact, the hit that he was planning to complete there was different based on how Felino was coming in. And yep. he kind of rotates at the last second um, to to lessen that impact, and that changes his course and how McDermott is now going to interact with him. And it just, it was a weird play. And it's easy, again, for me to sit here and say, I wish McDermott had tightened his stance there. But in that moment and in the heat of the moment, I don't think he had that. Well, well and, and Felino's a big boy. Like, he's bracing for, like, you know, pretty heavy contact like like you said and yeah and then suddenly it just it's a it's a quick change in play i that's why seven guys stayed home right yeah to avoid that exact scenario and i'm gonna say something that some people aren't gonna like and for the record sucks for marcus felino feel bad for the guy genuinely Probably really disappointing for him to get hurt going into the playoffs. Hopefully he's okay. For the Minnesota Wild franchise, you're no you're no stranger to this play. Let's pretend for a minute that Curtis McDermott did this on purpose. I recall a playoff series that Minnesota arguably won because of a knee on knee hit. Yeah. Tyson Berry, right? Yep. 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 Matt Cook on Tyson Berry. And that was a was egregious. Very yeah. obvious. Matt Cook doing, you know, that, that was very intentional. And I'm, I'm not saying that that makes any play where someone goes knee on knee on purpose okay, but I don't want to hear anybody from Minnesota trying to take the high ground, okay? 
Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to hear a single one of you going, blah, 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 now our playoff hope, blah, blah, blah. No, no. You don't get to do that. Yeah. You can say it sucks. You can say, obviously, the injury is terrible. And that's fair. But come on. Come on, Minnesota. You you know you guys have been in the same spot. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. In, in games that meant a hell of a Way lot more. more than this. Yeah. So, is what it is. I see a lot of chat talking about momentum. And I did want to bring this up at some point on the show. You can, you can be upset with the Avs and all of that, but it was very clear from the puck drop tonight that the Colorado Avalanche made their decision about this game before it started. They decided to sit their dudes. They decided they didn't care about the result of this hockey game. Megan looked at me with five minutes left in the game. She goes, this isn't a blowout by any means. And like, to 100% right. The Avs kept seven top guys at home and, you know, take out the empty netter. It's a 3-1 game. Marc-Andre Fleury made a couple big saves. Uh, Logan O'Connor had that one that I never really saw a good angle on, the two-on-one with Sam Gerrard. That he just flubbed. Yeah, yeah. W- w- was that what it was? His skates ate it. Yeah. Oh, oh, was it? Okay. It, it wasn't his skates a little. <laughs> so, I mean, like, they had, they were in the game. They had opportunities. Uh, honestly, you know, I, I, <laughs> I don't even know if Bednar will have availability because I, I know that no media is in Minnesota for this one. Just dipping out of there. But, like, I, I'd be willing to bet he's pretty happy with that. Francois, you don't love the first. Yep. But the first he's one was rough. settled in. Well, you know, it, it, he's fine. I, again, yes. You didn't love the first one from Francois. The the Kaprizov goal was a little weird. He just didn't know where the puck was. Is kind of crazy. Sick hands. Yeah. <laughs> so sick. But so sick. Even if you're like deathly upset with well, the way. Hold on. Nashville's up four to nothing already. What? Didn't that game like just? Yeah, I was start? gonna say that game started like eleven minutes ago, <laughs> yeah. real time. <laughs> what in the world? I can double check for you. Right? Well, I mean, we're we're. They are four nothing. What? Did the Avalanche good luck chuck the Nashville Predators? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they really don't want to play the Did abs in round Arizona one. Arizona show up to the game. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, okay. So that's, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But Pavel Francos is not going to be playing in the playoffs for the Colorado Avalanche. Or if he is... You are widely changing your expectations for this hockey team. Right. Different in lineup in yeah. front of him. Eight shots on goal. If he had to back up. Four I'm sorry. Goals. Yeah. That's the shots are eight to one and it's four to nothing. Jeez. That's wild. I'm so sorry, Megan. I fully talked over. No, it's saying. okay. This has been a weird day of it's hockey been, for everybody. <laughs> it's been a Montreal won a game the 10 four, to one. Yes. 10 to two. It was oh, like yeah. the two? first three shots go in. Yeah. <laughs> On on Jonas Johansson. That's the sad part. Oh, no. They just hung him. They left him out there for all of them. They didn't play him. They claimed him, played him once, didn't play him, and then let him get shelled <laughs> in the last game of the season. Dude's Ugh. been riding the pine. Uh, sorry, you were saying brutal. about Francois playing in the playoffs? Oh, a different lineup in front of him. So I think a different outcome completely, yeah. too. Yeah. Not worried if he had to back up. Yeah, in the uh, totally. And I understand Minnesota had something to play for in this hockey game. Uh, totally. So there's another thing, Megan, and I were talking about. If you were Jared Bednar, knowing that you were going to call up Ananen, would you have played Frankie last night and Ananen tonight? Or do you think it was good for both guys to get a rep in at the end of the year? 
This is to you. Me? Yeah. We, we already oh. talked about it when you were here. <laughs> um, okay, I thought you said Megan. My fault. Oh, no, no. I'm <laughs> uh, uh, I would not have played Anon in... Interesting. Because I've seen how he's played down the stretch in the AHL. And it isn't good. And that's not... Like, I'm not worried about Anon as a prospect. I will think he's fine. But the abs as an organization have often stretched. You have to earn your opportunities. And I don't think you can reasonably say that Ananen earned an opportunity to start down the stretch. Yeah. One of the things that we were talking about was maybe it would have been a nice, like, vote of confidence for him. Like, hey, you've sucked recently, but, like, go get him. I, I, I hear you, but I also think there's a reality. The abs have already Fair. re-signed Pavel Francos. Yeah. And then it knows he's the third goaltender next year. So, yeah, the situation hasn't changed that much. No, that's a great point. Um, anyway, yeah, look, the Avs lost the game 4-1. I don't think any of us are too perturbed by that given. At all. And again, if you want to be mad that the Avs made the decision to sit all of their guys and not ice an NHL caliber hockey team tonight, fine. You can be mad about that. But they made their decision before the game ever started here. It's that simple. I, I don't even think the abs played all that bad right, in this hockey game. Right, it's a respectable game. finish. It's just a bunch of dudes that you're asking to play way over their heads, right? Yeah. So. The penalty kill tonight was excellent. Yeah, they, killed yeah. a, they killed a major you know, penalty. We, we find ourselves last night worrying about the abs power play um, because what? They, they have one in six chances. Yep. Tonight, Minnesota zero for five. I wonder if they go back and reflect on their power play. I don't think that they are, though. They went two for two last night. It's just a streaky business where special teams are concerned. And tonight, the Avs PK was great. They go zero for five, including a major (laughs) and a five on three in which an Avs player loses his stick. (laughs) That was scary. It was Comfort, right? Yeah. Well, no, it was was EJ. EJ. And then Comfort gave his stick to EJ. And they didn't score. (laughs) So... I, that happened, and I was like, I'm not afraid of this team in the playoffs. Give the full-strength abs this team, and it's fine. 28 penalty minutes in the first period for Wild. the abs. 28. Yeah, no, I I, uh, I I thought that was a real bright spot for tonight. Like I said, I, I, I'll be really anxious to uh, go back and listen to Bednar's comments um, once we're done here. I, I, I really do. I think with the group of guys that you had... You played last night. Minnesota had something to play for. They iced their best lineup. I think you are pretty happy with this game. Not only are you not bothered by the loss, I, I think you come out of this feeling pretty good. Um, I saw someone in the comments ask about Jacob McDonald. Thought he had a great night. Was doing I his thing. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Megan said, I don't, know if it, I don't know if it was on the show, but she was like, oh, I'd love a, a Jacob McDonald goal. <laughs> he had three like golden opportunities. Uh, that I thought he was going to cash in on for sure. He still finished leading in shots in the end, too. Did he really? We talked about it in the middle, and he still came out on top. Yeah. No, I thought he had a really good night. It gives you some confidence for, I mean, the Avs have three guys. Th- they'll have three extra defensemen, so I don't know if he'll ever get there. But, yeah. like, if I, something uh, were to go horribly wrong, gives you some confidence. Are we, are we really saying they have three? Is McDonald the third? Is that what we're saying? McDermott. Are we counting him as a defenseman, really? I mean, I guess 
If you're fully healthy up front and you get three injuries deep, do you think they'd rather call it McDonald or play McDonald? I think they'd rather, for defense, I think they'd rather play McDonald. If it, if it's a forward spot, that's where I see them slotting in McDermott. Interesting. I, yeah. And it's easier to hide those it, minutes. Like, obviously, it's going to depend on situation, right? Right. But. I, yes, much easier to hide the minutes on the forward side, I think. Yeah. And, and McDonald has proven to be serviceable or better defensively for the Avs over the past couple of years. So I we'll see. Of course, I think, you know, perfect world. This isn't even a conversation. <laughs> the Avs get zero injuries. Yeah, and the Eagles go so far. There, there you go. There right. you go. Okay. <laughs> Yahir's producing like three shows at once right now. Uh, well, so the Avs scratched, uh, I guess it's not half. I've been exaggerating half. It's five of 18. We'll say seven just to juice that number up a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like 40%. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. Make sure you're not scratching up 40% of your balls. (laughs) (laughs) Get Manscaped. Use the DNVR code. Uh, it's actually code AVS. AVS. Use code AVS to let them know the AVS podcast sent you, not the rest of DNVR. Go over to manscaped.com. You can get 20% off. You also get free shipping when you get the perfect package 4.0, all of their products. I've switched over exclusively to their body wash and shampoo. It works great. Of course, they have the uh, the lawnmower 4.0 and the nose hair trimmer that I forget the name of and all their other products. So be sure to uh, jump in there. If you get the package, it comes with everything you need. It even like everyone always forgets to sell this. But the uh, the travel case is genuinely amazing. I don't even like I use it to store my toothbrush and toothpaste and stuff when I go traveling, not even the Manscaped stuff. <laughs> but it works really, really well. It's really well made. Highly recommend. Uh, so jump over to Manscaped, get your 20% off with the code AVS, and then come down to the bar, come have yourself a Breck Brew, or have it at home. You can use the Breck Beer locator online at breckbrew.com. They're in all of the lower 48 states. They have dozens of flavors. You can find them near you. Go get some, have a drink while you're watching an AVS game. Maybe the two for a brew promotion will hit. I also don't want to spoil anything, but we got, we got some pretty cool coming in the playoffs. That with Breck Brew. That's all, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say on that one. Also, a fantastic time to get a DNVR Avalanche membership. We have a ton of content coming your way for the playoffs. We have a ton of content going up there all the time now. AJ just did a piece on Nachushkin. Megan has a piece on Olison up there. She's got another piece on Barron's coming. We got you covered on anything and everything as. Trust me on this one. Just, Go over there right now. Get an annual membership. It comes with a free shirt. If you're not sure, I'm pretty sure our first month, if you haven't signed up before, is like 50 cents or something ridiculous. So if you just want to try it, go get the 50 cent first month and see what we got. Uh, Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. This also might be the third period, depending on the way this uh, (laughs) this game goes, because we're putting in uh, as much as the abs put in tonight. That's right. That's right. I was going to say, yeah, two of the three of us, honestly, is get up and walk (laughs) off halfway through the show. Just leave me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just whoever. And it's just like whoever's the last man standing, just like you got to finish the show. (laughs) Good luck. Given that you're in the middle, I would would guess it would end up being you, but I'll knee on the way out and we'll just all have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. (laughs) 
great. Uh, I don't really have a ton more to say about the game, but I do want to talk about this season as a whole, at least a little bit, because there's a decent chance the Avs play a playoff game on Monday. <laughs> so we might not have too much time to, uh, to break things down. But the Avs finished the season with 56 wins. That's a franchise record. I don't remember how many. It was like eight or nine OT losses. I'd have to look it up. I don't remember the exact number. Not important. They finished with a franchise record in points as well. Yes, both of those include the Quebec Nordiques years. So the best that this franchise has ever done, ever in the NHL, this season, just because they finished the season 4-5-1, and one, should not take away from what you as a fan witnessed the Colorado Avalanche do this year. Because it, you very, very likely will never see a season this good again from the Avs in your lifetime. It's just reality. Yeah. Some special. It's, you know, man, and this was, um, I, had a, I had a great chat today uh, with a good buddy of mine, Taylor J., you and I talked about yeah. uh, DU alum, fellow DU alum, um, really good hockey player. And he and I were just talking about kind of, you know, what, what you were just alluding to about how there's so many people that, you know, it's really easy to get caught up in the emotion of all of this, right? That's what sports are about. They're, they're emotional and that's part of what makes them so fun. And you can get caught up in, in the emotions of the moment and a frustrated feeling about a team that you care about can can kind of skew your vision of of what you've seen, what you are watching in the moment, whatever. And we've watched them play mediocre hockey for the last two weeks. And it's sometimes hard to appreciate not just the physical grind that these guys go through for 82 games. Ah! We're in the dark. For... Uh, for 82 games. I muted Jeff. Oh my God. He's not muted. I can um, see well, you said that and I looked up there and I was like, oh my God, I am just talking to no one. It's like when the phone hangs up, like you're. <laughs> yeah. She's just gone. <laughs> it's, it's like when the, when your, when your call drops and you don't realize that the call dropped and you talk to yourself yeah. for three minutes. Like, ah, oh, great. You're really on a nice. Yeah, I was on a roll too. Monologue uh, moment. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You pretend to hang up on them, um, but you know we get caught up in all of that. We watched them play now mediocre hockey for the last two weeks, and you get frustrated because like you want to see them do well. It's all from a point of wanting them to see success, wanting to be a part of of that journey. And it can it can cast doubt in in your mind, but you are a hundred percent right. Throughout the course of a season, the best teams are going to go through stretches of really really good. They're going to go through stretches of bad. They're going to go through stretches where everything goes their way and they win a ton of games. They're going to go through stretches where things just don't come together and they lose a bunch. What is unique, A, what is unique about this Avalanche season is they had two stretches where you could say it was more bad than good. And they happened to bookend a historic <laughs> season. 
This is the first 10 games and the last 10 games. And the 62 games in the middle were Which magic. One 48 of, right, by right, the way. Right. I, I mean, like, they were, they were, you know, pure... Like you said, you're never going to see that again. Odds are you will never see that again. The closest we saw to this was the 2000-2001 season. Ray Bork, Rob Blake, Patrick Waugh, Joe Sackick, Peter Forsberg, Alex Tange, littered with Hall of Famers, all-time greats, and this team eclipsed that for the regular season. What will tell the story of this team's season is what happens next. Of course. But even what happens next, really, at the end of the day, does not take away how special this whole year has been. Not just the team. You listed off, you know, team records they broke. Not to mention the countless individual franchise records that fell this year. I didn't list them because I'm not sure we have enough time on the show. (laughs) Right. And... I'm sorry, I don't I I don't mean to like dominate this no, part of the conversation, no. but like, dude, I, I really do like there is to hockey more than any other sport, man, there there's an ebb and flow to the way that that things go. We've talked about it, you know, the three of us a bunch of times this year. In no other sport do you see the odds on favorite lose on any given night. It is so rare for you to see a full slate of favorites to win regardless of how many games are on on any given night. And you can't say that for the four other professional sport, the four other major North American professional sports. And the fact that through all of that chaos and through uh, you know that type of season where there is so much parity and there is so much skill and there are so many teams that can win on any given night for the abs to do what they have just done again it all means nothing if you don't win the Stanley Cup but it is a it is a special season and a fun thing to be a part of and something that I don't I, I hope people don't take for granted um because we are four or five years removed from this team having the worst season in the modern NHL era and now here we are getting upset at the way the last eight games of the season finished. Like how lucky are we to be able to watch this and this caliber of player every single day. Now you just hope they can go take that next step, take everything that they've done this year, last year, the year before all those lessons and put it together and actually get there. But what we saw this season should give you every last bit of confidence that this group is more well-equipped to do it than any group that we have seen since 2001. Legitimately. Any, think of all the different combinations of players they've had. This is the best chance they have. And this team has shown more than any other, we are ready for this climb. And I'm just so excited that we are there. And now it's, not talking about it anymore. Now you have the chance to go out and actually do it and prove that you are ready for it. It's so exciting. I, I'm so ready. All right. I'm, I'm going to start with saying I loved every word of that monologue. Yes. Never ask me to shorten the show again. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I think pretty much everything you said was spot on, though, and I agree with. I am curious, though. Megan... 
you are fairly new, certainly, with covering the Avs on this beat. For the majority of the year, you cover the Eagles for us more than the Avs. I'm curious. We do this professionally. I do think sometimes we may get a little bit too caught up in the storylines. What is a pure fan perspective of this season of the Avs? It's there's a lot to unpack here because I think, especially in the last decade, Avalanche fans have been through a lot. There have been some historic lows, and there has been a rebuilding period that a lot of people stuck through this team. And the last couple of seasons, like the last two, including now this one, um, this has been a team that has been a promising Stanley Cup contending team. And so it's hard to look at second round exits and then come into this season and feel differently because I think there's some recent trauma for a lot of Avalanche fans that it's hard (laughs) for them to be optimistic. And I think too, I think there's some part of this that's taken for granted at points um, because it's an emotional sport. People care a lot about their hockey team. Mm -hmm. And so the recency of this last stretch and losing these games, I think emotionally... It's hard for people to separate from the historically high season that they have had. Um, my perspective is has been that the Avalanche could have won these last few games. I don't think that they didn't win because they couldn't. I think that this was something that was intentional. There was a little bit of a balance they were trying to strike and conserving energy and conserving effort. And it wasn't to offend anyone. Um, and I don't think that's to dismiss anyone who was upset or worried about this team at the end. But... Jesse is right. There is a lot to look forward to. I've never watched an Avalanche team this good. I've been watching from an era around Joe Sacco as a coach, <laughs> um, to put it into so perspective. So you started low. I yeah. started very, <laughs> very low. I've seen this team at incredibly low points. Um, and my introduction to hockey was actually college hockey. So coming in, watching the Avalanche the way that I have, the way that I've adopted this team into my life, I started at a really low point. So I think that there are a lot of fans out there who probably have memory of an avalanche team just like me, and they're a little traumatized. And so maybe this is just triggering, but I'm not worried. I don't think the avalanche lose these last few games because they couldn't win them. Yeah, I I think you're spot on. And I think that is a tough truth for some fans to take. A lot, I think a good number of fans expect a team to ice their best lineup and give their best every single night. I think you're right. And the reality of that is the Avs are looking at a bigger picture here than these couple of games. They're looking for 16 wins with win one starting in the next game that they play. So, well, and you know, Megan, I think you make a a good point there because, like, as we're talking about this, there's a comment going across the screen, the screen that says. The abs crap the bed. I'm not optimistic. It's so hard to separate. I was past... that <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 I know, I know. But Sorry. it was so funny because as, as you were saying that, I was like, well, there's a great example. But you know, like, it's so hard to separate. You passed it. Yeah, 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 you passed it. It's all good. Um, it's hard to separate, you know, past failures from your potential future. And jeez. <laughs> uh from from your potential future, right? And 
that's what this is all about. For me, you know, AJ called me yesterday and we were talking about, um, you know, what we kind of like wanted our our theme to be as we start talking about the playoffs. And he was mentioning how last year, you know, obviously I wasn't around last year for the playoffs um, with, with DNVR. Um, but, you know, he talked about how last year was very romantic and very like, wow, look how we've all kind of taken this journey together and now look how far they've come. And this year it is, it really is like, it's the good feelings are done. I, I wrote it in my piece. It's something that I, I truly believe in. It's something you hear a lot talked about in sports. You have to lose before you can learn how to win. The Avs have done that. They've done the losing. We've talked about it a bunch, so I'm not going to get way too into it. The, all, those three second round exits are not created equally, right? There's different lessons to be learned out of each one of them. And last year was the one where there was no excuse. There was no moral victory. You lost. You didn't play well enough. And so what this year is about is how, like I said earlier, how can you take all of that and change the narrative around who you are? Because until they do that, while I wholeheartedly disagree with people that have this kind of attitude, yeah, you're right. You're, why would you be optimistic until they prove that, that they can overcome that? And that's what this year is about. And, and so I look forward to seeing if, if, they can do that. If they can if if the abs can say we have learned our lessons, we have done everything in our power this year to build the right habits and stick to the right process that we think no matter what challenge we come up against in the playoffs, our team is prepared for it. If they've done that and they've and they've done it the way that they seem confident they have, then I'm optimistic as hell, but they got to prove it losing doesn't guarantee future winning for sure. Right. But it, the avalanche do feel like a team this year that have taken every step that they need to take. They lost in the second round this way. They lost in the second round that way. They lost in the second round in a way that a lot of people feel like they probably shouldn't have lost that series. They've, they've had every step. There's no more step in the second round for the Colorado avalanche to take. And they have to play the games. We'll see what happens. Uh, but the narrative will change either way this year. Either it changes to the Avs got over the second round hump and are pushing towards a Stanley Cup, if not winning a Stanley Cup this year, or they fail to get to the second round or lose in the second round. And it's, can this team ever get it done? Right, right. So either way, there's a fork here and we're going to see which way it goes. We just don't get to see that until the playoffs get up and running. So. Yeah, well, and, and that's been that's been the other thing all year, right? Every every time the Avs have had a good game, well, they got to get out of the second round. It's like, okay, well, cool. You couldn't win the second round tonight. We're almost there. Yep. We're almost there where you're you're getting to that point where you can win the it's, second round. It, but not only can you not win the second round tonight, you can't lose the second round tonight either. Right, right, right. The, so the other thing, man, and this, this may be one of the, the last things that I've got to say, you know, just in general, unless we're going to get into the Dallas conversation. Eh, maybe a little, but... What makes me optimistic about this group... My family moved to Colorado in 1994, one year before the Avs got here. The Avalanche were one of the first things that made us feel like connected to Colorado. Like, hey, this is something that represents us and where we're from. 
uh, where we moved from, there were, there's no professional sports teams. Um, so, you know, more so obviously in those early years, things are very different, but what has me the most optimistic about this team is I think more than any abs group that I can remember ever, this team has done it in different ways in, in more ways than I've ever seen. They have always had a few different styles that they like to play. If they can dictate pace, if they can get the matchups, they can play fast. They can open it up, whatever, whatever. We saw them grind out heavy physical wins. We saw them scrape and claw to come from behind against really good teams. We saw them play tight checking defense first, low scoring games. We've seen them open it up and win, you know, a boat race north, south, seven to five, seven to six game. You know, we, we, we've seen them play games late, uh, you know, where they have to hold a one goal lead. They've done it in every which way. They remind me of the Tampa Bay Lightning from their first Stanley Cup run in the bubble where it was, you set the pace. You know, Tampa would tell teams like, what type, what type of game do you want to play? Cool, fast and wide open. We'll beat you at that. Oh, do you want to play tight checking and physical along the wall? We'll beat you there too. And that was how the abs felt to me this year. It didn't matter. Teams deployed all kinds of different schemes to try to slow them down, to try to get them off their game. And the abs just had an answer for it 50-something nights out of 82 games. And and you have to be encouraged by that because that is the knock against them in the Vegas series last year. Oh, Vegas turned up the physicality and Colorado couldn't respond. They did it all, all year. All year long. Okay. We do have to get to our king of the game. Uh, our king of the game today Fuck. is you. You there. <laughs> yes, you in the chat. Whether you're mad about the abs or happy or anything else or anyone who's ever been in any of our chats this year, you are all amazing. You witnessed the 56 wins. The abs scored 308 goals this year, by the way, which is ridiculous. One more than that because they scored one today. Uh, you all are awesome. You all have helped DNVR abs grow to a ridiculous <laughs> level this year. You grew enough that we got to hire Megan on. Hi. So thank, thank you, you. <laughs> for all of the stuff you guys have given us for helping us grow this year. Super excited to get into these playoffs with all of you. Super excited to go into the future with all of y'all. Y'all are all dope. We love all of you. Looks like AJ is here and has something to say. He's home. Uh, hold if on. If the Owls win the cup, we are all going to kiss at center ice. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> Um, I've liked it so far. Um, if the apps people are listening to me, I'm so sorry. But, uh, they I've liked are. It, I've liked it so far, man. I think that they've. I think that they've addressed needs. And really, when you have well, when you when you I have your first pick is like what 64. Did he call into the Nugget the Broncos? Oh, show? yep, he's on the wrong show. Like you have certain ex, like you're you're just trying to get you're just right. trying to find guys that can help you out yeah, a little bit. So I think done, yeah, take I think them off done the a good show job with that. The wrong show. <laughs> I, I think he's getting yeah. I think he's getting the correct audio in his headphones. I'm getting both. Oh Bye AJ. <laughs> uh, there you go. You got some you got some fun out of AJ. Just confirming for you, chat, we're still a poorly shot pod. You got us. Uh, we are brought to you by 
the American Raptors, Infinity Park in Glendale. It's finally spring. Cold days are allegedly finally over. Yeah, tell that to today. It wasn't that cold. It was just windy. It was windy so as fuck, windy. dude. Yeah. It, was, it was still like, with the wind chill, it was like 55. It's not that cold. <laughs> it's not that it was cold, but I'm just, I'm so over this wind. It's like I we live you. in Chicago I for the last you. two months. Hopefully the wind will stop so you can go ge- go see even an American Raptors game down in Infinity Park. You can go completely for free. Go to infinityparkatglendale.com to get tickets. You can also stream Raptors games there. Rugby's dope. If you haven't watched it, uh, the first period of this hockey game was a little bit like a rugby game at times. <laughs> so if you like that, you probably like rugby. Go check it out. You can follow the DNVR rugby account on Twitter with Colton Strickler. He's awesome. He knows literally everything about the sport. It's actually crazy. Uh, go follow all that. He has 101 pods. If you're new, highly recommend. Check all of that out. And then we've gone so long, I forgot what our other sponsor was in this segment. Uh, we're also sponsored by, oh, right, Jesse's favorite, Athletic Greens. Dude, I got a tweet <laughs> saying that someone was like, my wife and I are trying Athletic Greens purely because of your review of it. <laughs> there you go. Like, that's right. Make sure to send that in. Make J-E-S-S-E-M-O-N-T-A-N-O. Sure <laughs> Don't Let forget know. the N-Y. Yep, that's right. Second N. <laughs> that's right. Got to make sure to get it right. <laughs> Athletic Greens, over 75 different vitamins and minerals in it. It's just one cup in your water every morning. You don't have to do it every morning, but I recommend you do because it makes you feel good. Yep. Also, all this wind, all this springtime, you know, it's a little bit of uh, allergy and flu season. Bro. It helps the immune system too. <laughs> You're dying out here. Holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> so bad. And then uh, <sighs> Hannah's a cat person. Oh, boy. And... Uh, the cat moved in last week, and so I've just allergies have just been brutalized. Bro, I'm like I'm like zero and ten against allergies in the last two weeks, like just kicking my ass. Tough. Well, Athletic Greens can help a little bit with that. It's not gonna like save you. Make sure you have your EpiPens and stuff ready. It's not a it's not a miracle drug or anything like that, but it is very good for your immune system. It can help boost it. A bunch of athletes use it to prepare for sporting events and things like that. So. Check out Athletic Greens today. You can go to athleticgreens.com slash avalanche to let them know we sent you over there. They're also giving you five free travel packs when you purchase, as well as a year's supply of vitamin D, which I know helps a lot of people with like flu season and and things Mm -hmm. like that. So take control of your health and get yourself some Athletic Greens. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. We do have some super chats to get to, including one actual insane person. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't believe that. $2 for Michael. Who cares? I'm ready for healthy team in playoffs. That sums up the last like three weeks. (laughs) That comment right there. Uh, Thank you very much, Michael. Thank you. Thank you. $5 from Josh. Nice symmetry to a great season. Start four, five, and one. Finish four, five, and one. Can't wait for the playoffs to start. Look, if if time is really repeating itself, the Avs lost like four games in all of November and December. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. bro and consistency. That's the theme of the season, right? Yep. Run it back. Run it back. Uh, $5 from vaguely sober. How many games does Kadri get suspended for Kermit's hit? <laughs> I, I did see a question earlier in chat too, that said, would you guys be mad if McDermott got suspended for that hit? I would be shocked if he got suspended more like I think they'll probably even rescind the automatic game. <laughs> Do you think there's supplemental discipline for Logan O'Connor? 
I don't think there will be. I, because the guy didn't get hurt, I'll say no. Had uh, whoever it was, yeah, I forget that, that went down. Yeah. Had he like stayed down, gotten hurt, even even I think yes. Then I don't think they'd have given him a playoff game. It'd have been a fine at most. Yeah, that too. Either way, thank you vaguely. Uh, Five dollars from Justin. If we make it to the third round or Cup Finals and fail, there would you guys be happy with the playoffs? Depends on how the bread gets made there, right? Happy, happy is not the correct word. No, satisfied. I, well, and like I, how did they? They made it to the third round. Do they go seven games against a Calgary team who with a goalie that has a nine seventy save percentage? Right, right. Or is there a devastating injury? Right, 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 there, right. There's a lot of things that change the math. Yeah, I just, I, I really do just think you are to the point now, outside of. The two things that you guys laid out. Yeah, you go to a game seven and Jacob Markstrom is just literally playing out of his mind. You outplay Calgary, whatever. Or, you know, injuries pile up. I, re- Ooh, I really do just think you're, uh, you're at the point where there's almost nothing for moral victories in the playoffs. Just get it done. Got- now, go to the Stanley Cup Finals and you lose in seven to Florida, Tampa. As far as I'm concerned, the Cup Finals are a different answer. Right, right, right. That's one of those things where it's like, holy shit, you got there and it came down to a coin flip, you know, whatever, whatever. But just shy of that, I don't know if anything other than winning the Cup would leave anybody feeling happy. Megan, where do you sit? I'd agree. Same? Uh, Okay. Yeah, it's hard verbiage. All right. Make the Cup Finals, Fs. Yeah, got to do it. Uh, thank you, Justin and Austin, with the insane, unbelievable two hundred dollars super chat. Amazing, actually wonderful. out of control. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all the sound effects. Yeah, just pop them yeah. off. <laughs> Seriously, cannot thank you enough. It's uh, that's yeah. unbelievable. Thank you so much. Thank you all for the great coverage all year. Only immaculate vibes tonight. Mission sixteen W time now. Thank you, DNVR Adelaide. Bam. I uh, I was telling. I, uh, shit, who was it? I think it was AJ. That mission sixteen W like. That was, I don't know if you could ever reuse it, but that yeah, you was the, you definitely the perfect slogan because that is what it is. Everything that just happened doesn't matter. How you finish the season doesn't matter. How you started the season doesn't matter. The records you broke don't matter. And this is for every team, all of them, Florida. None of that matters. All that matters is winning the next 16. Uh, yeah, you win 16 before you lose four in a row. Or four and seven, I guess, yeah. really. Yeah. A um, couple of late super chats here. $5 from AzFan. Will there be a party bus for a playoff game? There will not because NHL playoff games are expensive. <laughs> like your party bus ticket would might have four digits in it. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you wanted a, a party bus ticket to the playoffs, there will be more next season though. Bro, I was talking to uh, my buddy who... Uh, has tickets and, and you know near the end of the season he, he's been traveling a lot for work so he's been selling some this it, it's out of control yeah. right now abs tickets are out of control uh i, I 100 believe that five dollars from nick why is jesse and megan not on the intro when do they get cool character faces so they are and y'all here just on the it. intro in studio a and we <laughs> forgot to transfer the file over here to studio b <laughs> that that felt personal <laughs> 
That felt personal for me out here. Uh, <laughs> excuses are the bricks used to build a house of failure, y'all here. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> uh, shout out to Nick, too. That's uh, that's my sister's husband. Oh, so no thanks, way. Thanks for looking out. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got to look out for us, y'all here. This sure is shit is a you. Mm-hmm. Congrats on the it, kid, it, by the way. Except, except for me and Megan, apparently. I guess. Hey, look. Yeah. <laughs> for the whole playoffs, we'll be in Studio A. We'll have the cool thing. I don't. I think Megan's face still needs to get finished. I don't think I have one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. It brings your name up, and there's no face. And you're like, well, okay. I can draw it. <laughs> no. Yes, this is what we need. You should draw it like the leprechaun sketch from. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? No. The oh, shit. But I'm thinking of even the fan drawn art from earlier. This yeah. Oh, yes. Like yes. The the Curtis McDermott. McDermott. Yes. That's yes. actually what we should do. We should, yeah. I'll have to draw our own face. And then uh, <laughs> Taves had a great one, too. Devon yeah. Taves was amazing. Yeah. It was good. Uh, is he just going to, like, play it? <laughs> did he go <laughs> Did he go download it right now? No. He, he won't do it. Oh. It's not working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's not working. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Making stuff up over here. Uh, anyway. Gosh, he didn't even play the he, right one. He mutes our mics, forces us to watch it, and he still plays the wrong one. Unbelievable. We should walk out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Unreal. We we are wrapping up the show here. Sorry. Gonna, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> I'll leave both of you to final thoughts on the regular season so far. When you're talking about how expensive tickets were, um, it just—it's a privilege to be watching this team right now. Yeah, and not, I think we're really lucky. Not that far removed from getting like forty-dollar tickets in the private area of the right, stadium. Right. <laughs> I used to get thirteen-dollar lower bowl tickets with my dad. They were really bad at the time, <laughs> and I remember that thirteen dollars. Yeah. Apps aren't $13 cheap anymore. No. <laughs> I, I've got, because I think that was perfectly simple and right to the point. The only other thing I'll add on to that in that same vein, I used to be so jealous of markets like Pittsburgh and Washington because I remember I'd, I'd just say, wow, you know, the you know at the time, you know, Matt Duchesne, Ryan O'Reilly and stuff. And I just remember saying like, um, I, I would I would be so jealous that they would get to watch Alex Ovechkin, Sidney Crosby, Guinea Malkin night, every yeah. single night. And now here we are, Kale McCarr, Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen, Bowen Byram, Gabe Landeskog, every single night. And uh, I, I I think you're right. We're very lucky, very privileged to be a part of this season uh, with you guys. You know, uh, obviously we've got AJ on here who's such a massive part of our team. Um, and and we've been here, and Blaze as well, who is not here tonight because he's lazy. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yes. you know, but so thank you guys for, for uh, 
allowing me to be part of this with uh, with you guys. I'm I'm really looking forward to the to the next little bit of it, um, and and going through this this roller coaster. Uh, that is, uh, that's about to start. This is the last night. This is the last time yep. we get to fuck around and have fun this on this is, show. This is, it's serious time yeah. after this. <laughs> it, it is. Uh, yeah, I don't know how this season's going to end, how the playoffs are going to end. I do know it's going to end in tears on this podcast. I don't know if they'll be sad or happy, but there will be some waterworks. I promise you that much. So I'm looking forward to the playoffs too. I, I we love all of you guys in chat or if you're watching this after, or if you're listening on the audio podcast. All of y'all make this possible for us. So truly, truly thank you from the bottom of our hearts for being part of this community and, and creating something that's so much bigger than anything any of us could be on our own. Yeah, and I and I do as much shit as we give him because he hates us so much. <laughs> uh, do, do have to give a big shout out to Yah here. Boy. He always makes sure that you guys can see us, hear us, um and and stays really late and he really does he he, he runs around and, and works his ass off so uh yeah here thank you yeah. very much man we appreciate it, you as well thank you. the producers the producers here yeah here works so hard it's yeah. unbelievable you guys can't believe how hard he works um so it's been an awesome year and it's not over yet uh yeah. hopefully we find out which day the abs play in a couple of hours it's almost certainly going to be against Dallas. We may end up doing a podcast on Sunday to preview the series if they're playing on Monday. Just depends on how things shake out. So we'll be here all day anyways. Yeah, right. Just keep your eyes peeled for a DNVR content dropping like rain. Uh-oh, look out. Now it's four to one. Uh-oh. I mean, Dallas did blow a three-goal lead to that team yeah, the other night. I'm just true. saying. Anyway, for tonight's show, we're going to get out of here. We love you all. We will talk to you on the next one, whether that's Sunday, Monday, or otherwise. Come enjoy the playoffs with us. Tons of content. Goodbye. taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com